Welcome to this week's episode of Hip Hop History. This week, we are getting into another album from another legendary artist. But before we get into this episode, I would be remiss not to talk about the events across the country. Let me be clear. We demand justice for the unjust and heinous crimes against the unarmed black men and women across the country. From far before any of us saw these tragedies on our phones, this has been a problem. It doesn't start with the murder of George Floyd, but this is where it has to end. We must believe our brothers and sisters when they speak out against the abuse of power and other shows of white supremacy. The changes that need to take place are systemic. They do not end with the demilitarization and defunding of the police. The entire criminal justice system needs change from top to bottom. I am disgusted by the actions. I am disgusted that this still continues. And as a white man in this country, I have been in love with the black culture since I was young. I have personally made hip hop music for 10 years. And while I have not profited from my efforts, it is because of the culture that I have ever enjoyed life. My life has revolved around the culture, and it's been my mission to uplift and contribute to the culture in any positive way that I can. I have and will continue to support Black-owned businesses and Black individuals as much as I possibly can with my time, talent, and treasure. The entire first year of this podcast's profits, along with my next album, will be donated to the cause, Black Lives Matter and the ACLU. And because it won't be a lot, I will personally double the amount. My black brothers and sisters across this country and across the world. I love you. I see you. I believe you. And I hear you. Next, the president of the United States has shown an absolute lack of empathy and compassion to the citizens he is supposed to lead. It is without a doubt the worst leadership this country has ever seen. Donald Trump is a racist, bigot, rapist, and a moron. Every claim I just made about the president is a fact. There is evidence to back it up. If you do not support me on these two stances, I do not want your support. Please unsubscribe, unfollow, and please, from the bottom of my heart, fuck off. Now, back to the show. This week is from an artist who many consider the GOAT, and you'd be silly not to include him in the top tier bracket. This week is Lil Wayne's The Carter Three. It is his sixth studio album released on June 10th, 2008 by Cash Money and Universal Motown. It follows a long string of mixtape releases and guest appearances on other hip-hop and R&B artists' records, helping to increase his exposure in the mainstream. The album features appearances from Jay-Z, T-Pain, Robin Thicke, Busta Rhymes, and Kanye West, among others, along with a posthumous feature from Static Major following his death in February 2008. Amid delays and leaks, The Carter Three became one of the most anticipated releases of 2008. It was debuted at number one on the US Billboard 200, selling one million copies in its first week, which made it one of the fastest selling albums in the US. It reached sales of 2.88 million copies by the end of 2008 and produced four singles that achieved chart success, including the hits Lollipop, Amelie, Got Money, and Miss Officer. Upon its release, The Carter Three received widespread acclaim from the music critics and has since been regarded as one of Wayne's best records. It earned Lil Wayne several accolades, including a spot on Rolling Stone's list at the 500 Greatest Albums of All Time. It was nominated for Album of the Year at the 2009 Grammy Awards and won for Best Rap Album, while Lollipop won Best Rap Song and Amelia won Best Rap Solo Performance. It has been certified triple platinum by the RIAA. There were a lot of rumors about this album, including who would be producing who would be featuring all from Lil Wayne interview and other artists prior to its release. 
Wyclef Jean, Timbaland, David Banner, Swizz Beats, and Kanye were all said to have produced several tracks on the album. Later, we will go through each track and who produced each. With all of the leaks, Wayne decided to release a handful before the album was released, and on December 25th, 2007, an EP called The Leak was released. These songs had been ultimately leaked online by an unknown resource. Wayne decided to put out The Leak to his fans so that they could have CDQ versions of the songs. The EP was later used as a bonus disc for the deluxe edition of The Carter 3. The Carter 3's lead single, Lollipop, peaked at number one on the US Billboard Hot 100, staying at the top for five weeks. It was Wayne's most successful solo single in his career winning one Grammy Award, a BET Award, and an MTV VMA. The co-writer and performer, Static Major, unfortunately never heard his masterpiece on the radio. He died 16 days before its release due to complications during a medical procedure. The song's video is dedicated to his memory. When the song dropped on March 12th, autotune had already been used in the industry for years, and it even hit the spotlight a decade earlier with Cher's Believe. Wayne himself had experimented with the effect on his earlier mixtapes, but Lollipop was an inaugural of the sound that would get more lucrative as it sunk to emotional depths. Wayne's anguished vocals on the, the latter courses are locked into a melody they bristle against, revealing layers of desire, doubt, and drugs beneath the track. The song was also the highest selling ringtone of that year. The second single, A Millie, was a top 10 hit and was praised as one of the best songs of 2008. The song garnered countless freestyles and remixes while Wayne's original version was praised. Dr. Carter was also praised for its lyrical content and humor as Wayne took on the persona of a doctor performing surgery on various patients, a metaphor for Wayne resurrecting hip-hop. Tie My Hands featuring Robin Thicke was praised as a deep track featuring political commentary and despair, with Thicke's performance being complimentary to Wayne's. Phone Home also features various alien metaphors reminiscent of the film E.T. from 1982. The second track on the album, Mr. Carter, was nominated for a Grammy while also peaking within the Hot 100. It was praised for featuring Jay-Z, which has seen as Jay-Z's passing the throne to Wayne, which was really incorrect because a few years later the two went back and forth on records, and in proof that Hove sees everything he would later release a group album with Kanye West entitled Watch the Throne. On May 24, 2008, 10 second snippets of multiple songs released onto AT&T Media Mall. On May 30th, the Carter 3 was leaked internationally. The first of the leaks were distributed on May 30th at around 8 p.m. where five songs from the tracklist were available on the internet. Hours later, the whole album was leaked and posted on various websites for free to download. The DJ responsible for the leaks was DJ Chuck T, who retaliated for an interview conducted by Wayne where he discredited it, all DJs and the mixtape scene days before, allegedly. Lil Wayne later called DJ Drama's radio show on Shade 45 Sirius Satellite Radio to explain his comments were meant specifically for DJ Empire who leaked his materials periodically without his permission, consent, or knowledge. He also apologized for any misunderstandings between him and the numerous DJs that have aided him in the mixtape industry. He made it clear, however, that he wished for any feelings of dislike or resentment to remain. Now, let's break down the songs, writers, producers, and samples and some backstory for the album. We start with 3P, written by Dwayne Carter, aka Lil Wayne, with Sean Brooks, and Colin Westover, produced by Miestro. It peaked at number 66 on Billboard 100. Next is Mr. Carter, featuring Jay-Z, written by Carter, Andrews Correa, Ja Ron Prescott, Sean Carter, aka Jay-Z, and Marco Rodriguez, produced by Infamous and Andrew Correa. The track was also one of the four nominated for a Grammy that year, peaking at number 62 on the Hot 100. 
Amelie Was Next, written by Carter, C. Hester, Sandra Crawford, and Quentin Cook, produced by Bangladesh. It was the second single reaching number six on the Billboard Hot 100 and won a Grammy for Best Rap Song. Multiple versions of the track were to be included on the album as Get Like Tracks, featuring artists such as Tyga, Corey Guns, Hurricane Chris, Lil Mama, and 13-year-old Lil Chucky. None of the skits made the final cut of the album. Got Money Was Next, featuring T-Pain, and was written by Carter, Fahim Naim, known as T-Pain, Juan Salinas, and Oscar Salinas for Play and Skills, produced by Play and Skills and T-Pain. It was the third single reaching number 10 on the Billboard Hot 100 and was the third track in a row nominated for a Grammy. Comfortable was next, featuring Babyface, written by Carter, Kanye West, H. Lilly, Kenneth Williams, M. Kent, R. Bailey, and Kenneth Babyface Edmonds, produced by Kanye West. It was the fifth and final single. It contains an uncredited sample from You Don't Know My Name, written by Alicia Keys, Kanye West, and Harold Lilly, and performed by Keys, which in some ways is a bit of a response to Irreplaceable by Beyonce. Next was Dr. Carter, written by Carter, Kasim Dean, aka Swiss Beats, and David Axelrod. Produced by Swiss Beats. Contains a sample from Holy Thursday, written by David Axelrod. A song about Wayne being the doctor who brings hip-hop back to life. Phone Home, written by Carter, Eddie Montella, Andre Lyon, aka Dre, and Marcelo Valenzino, also known as Cool of Cool and Dre. Wayne explains how out of this world he really is and that there isn't another rapper on his planet. Tie My Hands, featuring Robin Thicke, written by Carter and Robin Thicke, produced by Robin Thicke, which the two performed at the 51st Grammy Awards. Here, Wayne gets into a street politic and politic bat, and about New Orleans being left behind after Hurricane Katrina and the federal government's lack of response. Miss Officer, featuring Bobby V and Kid Kid, was written by Carter, Darius Harrison, aka Diesel, D. Stewart, and Bobby Wilson, aka Bobby V, and was produced by Diesel. It was the fourth single song about a woman police officer who pulls Wayne over and makes him love a police officer. The record still gets a lot of airplay. Let the Beat Build was written by Carter, Kanye West, and Darius Harrison, produced by Kanye West and Diesel. Shoot Me Down, featuring D. Smith, written by Carter and Deshaun Smith, and was produced by D. Smith. Lollipop, featuring Static Major, was written by Carter, Harrison, Stephen Garrett, aka Static Major, James Sheffer, aka Jim Johnson, and Onika Mirage, aka Nicki Minaj, and was produced by Jim Johnson and Diesel. Lollipop was the lead single and topped the charts five weeks in a row and was Wayne's most successful single, and it was also nominated for a Grammy. La La, featuring Briscoe and Busta Rhymes, written by Carter, Lavelle Crump, aka David Banner, British Mitchell, aka Briscoe, and Trevor Smith Jr., aka Busta Rhymes, produced by David Banner. Playing with Fire, featuring Betty Wright, written by Carter, Nicholas Warwar, aka Street Runner, Jason Desperlo, aka Jason Derulo, and Betty Wright, produced by Street Runner, and was later swapped for Pussy Monster, written by Carter, and Crump, produced by David Banner. This change was due to a copyright claim for the sample of Playing With Fire. You Ain't Got Nothing featuring Joel Santana and Fabulous, written by Carter, Harrison, Alan Maman, aka Alchemist, John Jackson, aka Fabulous, and LaRon James, aka Joel Santana, produced by Alchemist. Don't Get It, written by Carter, Mosa, Gloria Caldwell, Soul Marcus, Rodney Young, Benny Benjamin, and Eunice Wayman, aka Nina Simone, produced by Rodney Young, contains sample from Don't Let Me Be Misunderstood, written by Benny Benjamin, Glory Caldwell, and Soul Marcus. iTunes bonus tracks included Lollipop Remix featuring Lil Wayne and Static Major, written by Carter, West, Garrett, and Harrison, produced by Jim Johnson and Diesel, and Prostitute 2, written by Carter, Brooks, and Harrison, produced by Maestro and Diesel. The Deluxe Edition, which was also the released EP The Leak, included, included 
I'm Me, written by Carter, Lenny Mollings, and Johnny Mollings, produced by DJ Nast and LVM. I'm Me contains a sample of Go DJ, Fireman, Hustle Music, and Cash Money Millionaires by Lil Wayne, God Moving on the Face of the Waters by Moby, and Rubber Band Man by T.I. Gossip, written by Carter, L. Dozer, Bill Holland, E. Holland, and War War, produced by Street Runner. Gossip contains a sample of Stop in the Name of Love by Maggie Joseph, Kush, written by Carter, Brooks, L.L. McCall, L. McCall, and D. Thomas, produced by Miestra. Kush contains a sample of Honey Wild by Con Funk Shun. Love Me or Hate Me, written by Carter, produced by GX. Talking Bout, written by Carter and Rodriguez, produced by Infamous. The Target Limited Edition included those five, including Action, written by Carter and Harrison, produced by Diesel. Action contains a sample of I'm So Hood by DJ Khaled and Whip It, written by Carter and Harrison, produced by Diesel. Cash Money as a record label has a long history of not paying producers and artists, and on March 2011, producer Diesel, aka Darius Harrison, sued Wayne and his parent labels Cash Money Records over unpaid royalties from the Carter 3 album. In May 2011, producer Bangladesh also filed a lawsuit against Wheezy & Co. over unpaid royalties. In June 2011, another producer named David Kirkwood filed a lawsuit against Young Money Entertainment and Cash Money Records on claims that the labels had failed to pay him over $1.5 million in royalties and production services for his work on the album, also including his songwriting on Love Me or Hate Me. Also in June 2011, Dallas producers Play & Skills filed a lawsuit against him claiming Wayne owed them at least $1 million in unpaid royalties for Got Money on the Carter 3. The album was ranked number three Rolling Stone's list of the top 50 albums of 2008. It was nominated for a Grammy for Album of the Year and it won for Best Rap Album at the 2009 Grammys, while Lollipop won for Best Rap Song and Amelie won for Best Rap Solo Performance. Billboard Magazine ranked the album number 103 on its list of the top 200 albums of the decade. In 2012, the album was ranked number 437 on Rolling Stone's list of the 500 greatest albums of all time. And in 2012, Complex, Complex named it the album up named the album one of the classic albums of the last decade. When the Carter 3 dropped, it capped a jaw-dropping run of mixtapes where Wayne made it his business to show up on every other rapper's own beat. In a pre-streaming era, these tapes were tossed into the online ether for free download. Enough tracks originally meant for the album leaked to eventually form their own tape. The Carter 3 mixtape, and even with all of Weezy's material flooding the market, anticipation was sky high for the album. If you are unaware of the Wayne before this, we will dive into his career in a later episode. But Wayne spoke this into existence. On the Carter 2, he declared that he was the best rapper alive before he took the throne for an amount of time when the Carter 3 dropped. Thank you for listening to this episode of Hip Hop History. Please like and subscribe and leave a review if possible. It truly does help. Thank you.